It isn't enough to start a riot, distort the light beam until I like me. It isn't enough if this is real life. I'll stick to dreaming. Come see what I see. Feeling like if this is life, I'm choosing fiction. think so dude my my show notes this week were amazing i can't believe you guys didn't look um okay <laughs> i can believe i didn't look there are a lot of notes um yeah well it's just mainly like the the parts that i added while i was drunk like introduce these fucking idiots and episode 200 or some shit <laughs> <laughs> those are all that's, those are kind of standing <laughs> this is part of the template, right? <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Okay. I didn't um, realize that. I didn't even look at what you put in the link. Rob shitty music episode. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of that. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 243 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. Or, or some right. shit. You heard it correct. This is Rob's shitty music episode. <laughs> uh, I didn't put my headphones in for this. Cliff, do you remember your cheater headphones? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, okay. I haven't, I haven't done that yet, but I'm working on it as we, as we open up I'm this a, thing. I haven't, you know, this is my first rodeo. It's apparently it's my first rodeo. Um, well. Uh, Mr. Charles may or may not be with us tonight, um, but we he was hosting. <laughs> he, he was hosting a very successful backyard barbecue and is still currently hosting said barbecue. All right. Um, but we do have Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Hello. How you guys doing? I'm doing very well. Yourself? I'm doing really good. I'm I'm doing great, man. Thanks for asking. I, yeah, why why was it good? Uh, we didn't do too much. Well, we went to the zoo this weekend. So that oh, was cool. Kind of fun. We haven't done anything like that in a while. So yeah, and it was like a really nice day, and it wasn't crowded. It was like a weird. Everybody thought it was going to rain. Somebody went. So oh, that's dope. It was like the best of both worlds. Um, I was actually hoping it would rain so people wouldn't be there, but um, <laughs> it turned out it didn't. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, Rocky One has. Uh ruined people when they say uh i went to the zoo for me because of uh the one line that is definitely not politically correct in today's uh <laughs> world but when rocky is dating adrian and the driver for the loan shark tells her to take her to the zoo because the r word love the zoo <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> i'm like oh man 
Now whenever anyone says they're going to the zoo, <laughs> I think of that line. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand, I also love the zoo. I mean, like, good zoos. Sad zoos are sad, and I don't ever want to go to sad zoos. Yeah, sad zoos are sad. This one's pretty happy. It's kind of like a, it's a, um, it's like a lazy zoo, but they don't, animals don't seem too upset. They're just kind of like laying around eating. Um, so that was pretty fun. And they let, they have these like things where they can crawl, uh, they have these like tubes that go all over the park from the different cages, I guess. And so like the monkeys can like travel all over the park. These like little tunnels with like netting and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So you'd be like walking all of a sudden this like, like cheetah like runs past you down this like tunnel or something so oh that's cool. rad that's super cool that's a really it's good idea neat. yeah it's like big I hamster think, kind of thing but for like they stole it from jurassic park it didn't work out very well there but hopefully it works better at the philadelphia zoo i know it'll be okay it's mostly i think the like little monkeys that get to do it or something i don't know okay. whatever they're gibbons or something like that but hmm. it was the coolest thing was we saw a red panda uh and we just saw that movie the red panda. Oh, movie. yeah, turning red. Turning red. So that was pretty. I was yeah. like, hey, Elliot, red panda. He's like, oh. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it doesn't look very red. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that that's awesome. Cool. I We own it. I've only seen parts of it, though. I have to watch the whole thing still. It's a pretty fun movie. I liked it. Nice. Yeah, I, I, everyone seemed happy at, with it at my house. So I am behind on my Disney movie watching. Yeah, I will continue to stay behind on my Disney movie watching. I own two. I also we also got Sing Two, and I haven't seen that either. Uh, they're just watching it when I'm playing games. So yeah, you got to find a kid to hang out with. Rob, you'll see more uh, Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll definitely that life. <laughs> that'll definitely boost everything. No, that's yeah. what you that's what you use the nephews for. Uh. Yeah, yeah but- I'm not a very good uncle. I mean, I go and like hang out with them from time to time, but that's all that matters. I'm not <laughs> watching movies with them or letting them stay in my house so, uh, yeah. without their parents around. Invite them over to watch uh, Turning Red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a, a thing a, I want to do. It'll be a great Saturday afternoon. <laughs> if my dog clears health and safety protocol, I hope to have him playing uh, all weekend with other dogs, and I'll see them then. But He's still got to. He still got to pass his test on Thursday or Tuesday. Um. So, you said that the crowds weren't that bad. We we just got back from snowboarding, and it's spring break. Um, all over the place, right? Like, we went for spring break, but it's happening all over the place, and usually that means lines are pretty insane, and the population at the ski resorts are pretty insane. And dude, it was crazy. It was like we went in mid-February or something. There was like no people there. Like they're wild. Like the lines were all super short. Yeah, it was. And it was mind-boggling. Colorado, like Colorado, you go to. Yeah, that, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, because people would expect, like around here, like I mean, I think it was just people weren't expecting the good weather and stuff like that because it's just like it was the first really warm day. Yeah. Um. So people have been kind of staying away, I think, from outdoor stuff, but uh. Yeah, you'd think Colorado would be like people to be there. Dude, normally it's like insane in March. Like, and we oh. knew that going into it. We're just like, well, if we do it in March, like then then the girls don't have to take any time out of school. So we'll just deal with the crowds. And if it sucks, we'll go earlier next year. And we went and we're just like, okay, I guess we just hit the right week because there's people wow. here, but there's no lines. Yeah. Uh, 
I wonder if schools so, have like uh-huh. shorter spring breaks this year. Maybe that's uh, uh, that's kind of odd. Yeah, I think people you know, people have been like kind of cooped up and stuff. So you think they'd be like you would think that out. they'd be well, and it was weird too because like so I've been going there like for at least ten years, like on and off. And I-70 runs right through the towns that we usually stay in, which is the highway that kind of weaves through the mountains and goes towards Vale and stuff like that. And I've never seen it like I saw it this this trip where no matter what time of day you looked at the highway, it was a constant stream of cars. And like our our like deck hot tub thing looked at the mountains and I-70 coming in from from Denver. And dude, it'd be midnight and it would be two lanes full of headlights just coming down this highway. And it, it's just like constantly like the day that we left, we left on Saturday uh, morning at like 8 a.m. So I got up at like six. Well, I was up at six every single day, but I got up at six and I was like packing shit up. And like I look out the window and it's just double lane of headlights like coming down the mountain. I'm just like these people like landed at 4 a.m. in the airport or something and just like are heading out here. or What? It was crazy. You're saying so, they were coming down the mountain? Coming down the mountain as they come. They were coming down. Okay. Worth it. They were coming down the mountain. <laughs> they were coming down. Okay. You'll be pleased. Like, Karina always ends up singing. Like, that's her thing is to, like, whenever you say something remotely related to a lyric, she'll start singing. And mm-hmm. so she, uh, she's like, what, you don't think I can make it till midnight on Saturday without singing? This was, like, Wednesday night or yeah, I think so. It was before we went to the concert. So, uh, so yeah, Wednesday. And I'm like, I thought about it for a long time cause she's hella competitive. So I'm like, well, she very possible that she will just not do it to spite me. And I thought I was in trouble. And then Saturday morning at like, I don't know, 10 o'clock or something like that. I did something and I was very proud of myself. And she started, she said I had a, She's saying I had a smuggish, smuggish face to the tune of Ruggish, Thuggish Bone. And I'm like, wait, you just sang. And like her face just dropped. And it was just like completely like, I can't believe I blew it. I can't believe I didn't sing for three days only to lose within, you know, 12 hours from the finish line. (laughs) That's horrible, man. That's funny. Yeah, the singing thing is cool, though. I respect that. It's great. Um, (laughs) <laughs> it is great no it is great but it is um so hey we have a album to talk about today do you want to uh talk to us about it sure well it uh i was having a hard time deciding what we were, we were going to do the music album and then i went to germany and forgot about picking an album etc uh, etc et and then we had finally gotten down to you know I got to think of something and that's when i had seen that uh bastille's fourth studio studio album uh, Give Me the Future was coming out basically the Friday of the week we were talking about it. And I'm like, well, I haven't listened to it, so we can all listen to it together and talk about it. And mm-hmm. so that's why I picked it. And I don't know. I, everyone who's listened to this podcast for more than like two episodes knows I'm in the bag for Bastille to begin with. So <laughs> there's no worry about introducing it to this group uh, and say, but on the other hand, I'm like, you know what? I've always said, like what you like and don't apologize. So if these guys hate it, so be it. They hate it and they can say, hey, I hate it. Uh, I had heard a couple of songs off of it and knew I wouldn't hate it. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's, let's give it a listen and talk about it. And then it came out and it was 30 minutes long. And I'm like, 
oh sweet Jesus, if it's not if it's not good, at least it's not long, and we don't have to talk about it yeah. for forever. <laughs> Took all the pressure off. <laughs> I remember when you sent it, you're like, here's here's this album. You're like, don't worry, it's only thirty minutes long. <laughs> like intro. I was like, what is this? Okay. Is the uh, is the deluxe edition thirty minutes long? Oh, I don't I think it is. No, the deluxe edition is forty-one minutes long. I don't even know what they put on the deluxe edition. Yeah, I didn't. I just that's the one that I've been listening to. Oh, I, I, uh, I listened to the regular one. Yeah, is, there, even a re- is there a regular oh, one? Uh, the deluxe edition just has a second disc with. Uh, a bunch of songs from other albums and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. All right, well, 12 I'll just... minutes of spoken word poetry. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Surviving's <laughs> been on there for, or Surviving has been out for like three or four years. So. Okay, okay, okay. That's why it has like 60 million plays versus 10 million or 14 million is the highest on the, 21 million is the highest on the new album. So it's, yeah. 21 million <laughs> plays already? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, they released the song that has twenty-one, like the one that has twenty-one oh, and the like one that has fourteen. Got released right. as singles okay. before the album came out. Still, so. That's good. A good number. Yeah. Well, they're good songs. Uh, spoiler Boy, alert! I, I liked it. <laughs> I, liked, <laughs> I already liked it feel all. good about myself. Uh, yeah. I would say, and this has gone back and forth for me. Out of their four albums, this is like third or fourth on my list of favorites. Really? But. but Again, I'm totally in the bag for them. So it's not like I dislike it at all. It's just, it, uh, it feels a little different than some of their other stuff. I would say it's probably third, and their second album is still last for me. Um, but, but yeah, I would listen to all of them <laughs> and have listened to all of them on repeat for numerous days at this point in time. Um, the songs on this album... Uh, I felt like I already knew them. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's right? so it's so weird, man. Like, and yeah. it's it's in a, in a good way too because it's like, oh, I know and like this song, but I've never heard it before in my life. Well, two of them are on the day three playlist, so maybe that's part you, of it. You would have heard those ones at uh, least. Yeah, they were. There's a lot of these are these sound like songs like. They're not like copies of past, but they're they're like on an homage to like past songs. That's yeah, yeah, hundred oh, like percent. Paul Simon or like Peter Gabriel or some there's some stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just I, you could kind of hear it in there. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Cliff. Like it Gloria feels. Asked, like... I swear to God, there was one that felt like a Gloria, like a Miami Sound Machine. Was that the, the Club Fifty Seven <laughs> one? I think so. I forget. I wrote it down, but <laughs> we'll get there when we get to the notes. But yeah, yeah I just kept thinking like, oh, this sounds so familiar. And I'm like, it reminds me like Gloria anyway. But but yeah, anyway, I really. Oh, go ahead. I like I liked it as well, despite this being because I was like kind of curious. I looked into it, and it's the most depressing album. Oh it's no! A, the, like the music it, is upbeat, but the lyrics are not. Yeah, <laughs> the lyrics are depressing, and like the whole point of it is like because it's like I guess it's a concept album. Like I would just yeah. check, and I'm like, oh, it's a concept, and I'm like, oh, it's a super depressing concept. But <laughs> but if you don't pay close attention, it's pretty it's pretty upbeat, and cheery. We, we slowly wander towards all becoming turned into gray matter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like ah, just give up. All right. <laughs> oh. And one of the songs they definitely make, actually, maybe even it's more than one song. There's a bunch of Blade Runner references in this album. Uh, yeah, and uh, all kinds of Philip K. Dick stuff. Totally yeah, calls yeah. in here somewhere. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll just who's the guy who wrote 1984? Ah, uh, that's uh, whatever that guy. 1984 is. is Orwell. 
Orwell, yeah, there's some of that stuff. There's another Huxley. dystopian Huxley, maybe. Uh, yeah, there's some dystopian stuff. Huxley's Brave New World. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of okay. dystopian yeah. references. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah like, a, but it feels very positive and oh upbeat. yeah, no, it's it's a super like poppy electro synth type yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. major chords and like synth- they, yeah, synth- they've always sort of done that, right? Like. Everyone knows their big song was Pompeii, right? That was the one that got them on the on the map, and you couldn't go anywhere that summer without hearing that song when it came out, right? And that song is about people who are getting buried at, in Mount Vesuvius's eruption, but it's like all catchy and poppy. So from the very beginning, <laughs> on that same moment, yep. they had a song about Laura Palmer as well, which is. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> a super poppy song about she's a, she's a happy end yeah, she, had, she had a good run the, uh, the other funny thing is i saw uh i looked up the band and i saw some pictures and like you know they're wearing a lot of like pastel colors right and i was like how are the nerds their pastel co-? and like for the last two years i've worn like these pastel green sweatpants <laughs> like this blue sweatshirt i'm like i'm literally like, wearing the same outfit they're wearing i'm like these jokers like <laughs> oh they are very british I just listened to Pompeii and I've definitely never heard it before. That's crazy to me. I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure it's been on the, one of the playlists, day, one of the day playlists. Well, maybe, so. maybe it is, but just quick listen right now, like just skipping through it. Yeah. 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 I wasn't familiar with the other stuff either, but, um, but I'm not like familiar with anything. So <laughs> if it's new, that has happened past the 1980s. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't know. Like it, Except for the only, except for BTS is the only new band I, <laughs> I, I actually know some other music. Yeah, Pompeii is sitting at one billion fifty-two million plays. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> so dude, it's so weird yeah. because we never like see songs that that are at a billion plays either. Like it's always like the millions. Yeah, well, that's their so. second. Happier, the one with marshmallows at one point six billion plays. Which, I had to ask. There were there were kids dressed as that marshmallow guy for Halloween last year at my kid's school. And I had to ask him who that guy was. I'm like, who is? Why are people dressed like this? Oh no! Did your kid just drop his head and walk away from you? And he shame? was like, he's like, it's a marshmallow. He looked at me like, what he's like? <laughs> he like that was yeah. That's all he said. It's marshmallow dude. <laughs> Fine. No follow up questions. Just quickly was, Google it so that you don't. Well, I told him I'm like, is that? I'm like, well, I think what I said was, oh look, they're dressed like Fortnite. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was really mad at me. So, oh, that's awesome. Um, that is pretty great, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty out of touch. Anyway, <laughs> the album. We okay. all are a little bit. So, so it sounds like everyone liked the album. Yeah, I'm a fan. Cool. Should we talk about it? It isn't enough to start a riot, distort the light beam. Until I like me It isn't enough If this is real life I'll stick to dreaming Come see what I see Feeling like If this is life I'm choosing fiction Call it faith Call it fame The fantasies the when I'm dreaming tonight, I can do anything. When I'm dreaming tonight, I can go anywhere. When I'm dreaming tonight, I can be anyone. So don't wake me up, don't wake me up. When I'm dreaming tonight, I can do anything. When I'm dreaming ton
Starts off with a uh, distorted light beam, which was the first one they released. So I think you actually sent me, Fluffy, the link to it before I even realized that they were putting it out. Uh, so it's been out there for a few months. Um, but it's a good start to the album. I don't know. It's probably... How many songs are on this album? There's 13 tracks, but two of them are interludes and one of them's... Uh, word <laughs> spoken word poem um so out of the 10 it's it's definitely a top half song for me on the, the album i enjoyed it quite a bit yeah it was a good slow build for an intro song too you know like it's very minimal like um synth stuff and him and him singing and then like about 30 seconds in or so you get a little bit of drum tap and a slow build up and um i like this song yeah, the synths are good. It sets up that whole cyberpunk vibe. Like, like I was playing this game, The Ascent, which is like, I didn't even play cyberpunk, but The Ascent's like a cyberpunk-like game, and it has this crazy synth music, and it kind of reminds me of this. Um, so it really like, kind of like set the tone, because the whole album is like about how we should all like just like plug our brains into computers. Right. <laughs> so or that's where it's going, right? Yeah, um, I mean that's yeah the whole point of it, right? Is <laughs> oh, I'm trying to find the trying to find the actual lyrics for it because I think that's they start in this one uh, with a bunch of sci-fi related references. Yeah, like I, 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 my one note is they had a lyric. I, I think it's probably towards the end, but it's like "and the future's easier, leveling up." I'm here and winning and defeating the big boss. Like game is over. Now you're lost. And my comment is like, unless it's destiny two. And then you fight the boss like 50 times. <laughs> and it's not game over, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> leveling up, delete my history. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Cause there was a, there was a period of time back in the day where there was always that meme of somebody's life alert bracelet. Like, if I die, delete my browser history sitting on their oh, wrist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, they, uh, even at the end of it, where they basically just have the same, when I'm dreaming tonight, I can do anything uh, lyrics over and over again. That yeah. It just gets more and more distorted, like at the very end on the outro too. So you sort of get that. Again, it's a 30-minute album, so it's a short song, even though... They basically have the same chorus four or five times. Yeah, their music's not like it's not like a very lyrically like dense. You know what I mean? Right. It's like no. a sonic thing, you know. But but they like they do a really good job with their hooks. Like they they have the like pop hook thing down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say about that song much besides it's yeah, it's just sort of a it's a nice intro to it and gets it going but it it's not like a super deep song or anything like that but i don't think any of them really are on the album there's a couple that are a little bit more but this is sort of a hey guess what you guys are in for a new treat here this is not like our last album we released which amusingly <laughs> enough was uh in chronological order it was basically a one night the last album was one night in time and that just each song was like as the night goes along 
Oh, that's kind of cool. So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's a good song, man. I mean, that's I, it's I really enjoy it. This is a good I listened to this once in the car. This was a really good driving song. Oh, yeah, oh, I can see that as yeah. a background, like kind of not paying that close of attention to it, but it's I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I was jamming to it while I was biking today. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next song. Thelma and Louise. So this one was another one you certain semi fluffy. And the first time I listened to it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really into it. And the more and more I listen to the song for the show, the more and more I'm like, oh, I'm starting to actually like it. I'm starting to get into like, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like that, the really like short notes and stuff like that at the beginning the music seems like real jilted while it's going on. Um, the intro like it's just sort of like i don't even know how to describe it but it's just like it's not a real smooth like pop hook to begin with and then it like builds up into him singing and then they hit the the flourish when you get to the chorus basically so well and, and even the like the pre-chorus is super quiet skip in town down to mexico lipstick home in the thunder but let's roll Have you seen the movie Thelma and Louise? You guess? Yes. Because it's about, Long I mean, it's like, ago. I'm like, this is, they're like telling the story of the movie, <laughs> like in the song. <laughs> in many ways, you know what I mean? Which is an interesting setup for this album. Right. Because um, it's like, oh, let's just get away, let's escape. Let's all, and like the end of that movie is they drive off a cliff. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Wait, well, that's the chorus, right? It's like, days like this, you want to get away? Close our eyes, pretend we're miles away. Yeah, it's the sound of my heart exploding. It's like, all right, well, yes, you can look at it as an allegory, or you can think of the movie at the end of the movie. Yeah, it was just because I saw the title and I'm like, ah, Thelma Louise. I'm like, and then I was listening. I'm like, this is the movie. Like, (laughs) just about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I really I like the the pre-chorus and the chorus on this one. It has like it brings like an energy that. The verses seem like more docile, you know. Um, but it's yeah. different than the first song. Like it really, like it's still like it's weird because it, it feels like it still has that like electronic pop to it, but it feels like a different like era of the past, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, is it like any other song on the album too? I I kind of don't feel like it is. I feel like it doesn't have that that same synth sound to it. That like, yeah, yeah, it right. feels that like different. Future, it doesn't feel like a futuristic song, I guess. That a makes sense. Futuristic old song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
like yeah. a future stick song from the 80s or 90s yeah totally like that's totally where i was going with that yeah. like totally like a, this is the future of music from 1983 <laughs> um yeah it's good it's still good but like yeah it does it it's it just has a different like vibe to it i think yeah it definitely definitely took me a while to start to appreciate it but now i'm like i'm not upset when it comes on anymore but yeah, it's not my favorite song in the album uh, right. this one some bits the court the way they're singing in the chorus is kind of like eh. it sort of feels very kind of generic a little bit um but, i um, thought i'm sorry no go ahead i um really just bad about interrupting you today um i i thought the third song was the second song like, oh really cause, yeah because this song just like blends like no, not right now. Like just listening to it because I oh. wasn't like looking at it. I was just playing the album a lot. And like the song just blends like one in three have so much power to them. Like I just like I like the song, but like I just forgot that it was the second song when I was like looking at it today. I'm like, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, it is. It kind of I know what you mean. It just doesn't stand out as much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not bad, but it's not like uh, I don't know. It just it, yeah, there's some about the vibe, and the third well, song's pretty heavy. Yeah, it is probably my favorite song on the album. I think. Absolutely, my favorite. Well, definitely my favorite song on the album, and I think it's the most earwormy sound too. Yeah, although it might just be because of the the well fuck 'em fuck 'em fuck 'em all line. It always gets me every time I hear it. point of no bad days is uh stop fucking caring because when you're dead you won't have any more bad days <laughs> yeah. which is incredibly depressing when you think about it but also yeah. possibly freeing <laughs> and it's like ending the first part of the album right because they have these right. interludes where they like break this short album into like three parts yeah and so and this like, is the, the, the last of the true the, the last of the first part is like part. just go ahead and die <laughs> like it's, it's like and it's not it again like casually listening to it it's not like a sad song but um and then you really listen you're like what is he saying and it's like stop okay. signs run them bills don't pay them who would care at all <laughs> like that one the bills don't pay them one is always like okay burn your money ain't worth nothing on your curtain call i'm like okay fair enough <laughs> i i now know what the song is about once i finally figured out those lyrics <laughs> yeah is no more bad days. When you're gone, you're gone. There'll be no more bad days. You'll have no more bad days. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. And they say that a lot. Really, really. Yeah. And I think that's, I feel like that's a, almost a Bastille staple is they, 
there's not a whole lot of lyrics. It's just his voice carrying the the lyrics because he's got a great singing voice. Oh, um, absolutely, yeah. It's it's basically him as the the power of his voice as the front man carries the band. I mean, they're all pretty talented musicians, but uh, like to get to where they are, you need that that voice that he's got to make it happen. Oh yeah. Um, verse two is three lines, and then it goes back towards the chorus. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Like again, it's like real sparse. Like, but it's they just kind of say they get to the point right away in this right. kind of you know. Well, they also um, do the thing where it's like <laughs> they sing a a, cor- or a verse, and then hit it with the stop, and then sing another verse, or yeah. and then later with the chorus where they just like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just like. All the music stops. He says stop, and then it starts up again in full. Yeah, that, that part is pretty cool. And, yeah, yeah. And they have like an interesting song structure. It is built around the music, right? So it'll build and play and play, and then they'll kind of like slow it down, and then they'll have some sort of progression change to like different instruments and all, and then and then bring it back. I I really think that their instrument production, like just like everything going on is so on point too mm-hmm. like it just it works so well together and they do a good job like that the content what... is more than just the words right like the content is like everything coming together i don't know yeah, like the music's like the star and like yeah. including his voice right is the part of it yeah. that's like the star of these albums right, yeah it's the the yeah. sound versus maybe the meaning although like yeah. the meanings need some of them but it's not super deep it's not we're not talking about you're not like explaining how the world's going to turn this way. He's like, yeah, yeah, the world's going to suck. Uh, here are a few lyrics about why. And then it's just sort of, you can pay attention to him or you can just drift off into the music because the music is pretty well layered on top of its, itself. There's also like a dope um, piano solo in the middle of the song. And I like that because it like, um, you drop all like the synth and you come in with this piano and then they slowly sneak in like a little bit of like drum and then a pause and then you're back into like the no bad days. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be intrigued to see how they play this one live because in past experiences when they do that kind of stuff, they make a, the songs usually end up going a little bit longer and they'll uh, like put a whole production around bringing in the extra instruments and stuff like that. Uh, and in the last album they did, they ended up getting a Philharmonic and did, scored it with a whole Philharmonic as an alternate uh, album too. So they like to do creative things with their their live do, sets. So when they play live, do the audience does the audience sing along with them? Yes, because I could totally see this being like a sing along. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of words, but it's like I could totally <laughs> this, see like if you this, get a lot of people together, it can yeah, really be like this, something cool, you know. Like a like a live album, like this this yeah. song would be a very successful live album song. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you for sure on uh, June first when we go see him in town. But uh, oh, cool! It'll be yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen him in a while. So, uh, do we actually want to talk about the interlude? It's uh, what twenty seven seconds, titled "Brave New World." <laughs>
So clearly, if you hadn't gotten it after the first three songs, they're uh, hammering it home <laughs> in the interview yeah. title. Thus far, they're very unhappy with the current state of the world <laughs> for through three songs. And right. it's, it's just like the, the interlude is interesting because it's just like strings, right? Like, it's right. just like, it's not like synth electronic stuff. It's just strings. Like, I'm sure they're synth strings, but still, like, it sounds just like. Well, it's also like an old timey sound. It's not a. It sounds like a, something from a 50s TV show or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does. It, the, intr- the interlude blends into Back to the Future, like, perfectly, though. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it literally could just be the beginning of Back to the Future. Right. And then it's, you know, the first the first uh, first verse in there is like, here we go in the uh, four lines. Three of them are going to be science fiction references to dystopian novels. Right. It's like feels yeah. like we dance into a nightmare. We're living 1984. If double thinks no longer fiction, we'll dream of Huxley's Island Shores. And it's like. Okay, all right. So those first three songs are "Things Suck," and this song is going to be "How Are We Going to Live with Things Sucking." Feels like we danced into a nightmare. We're living 1984. If double thinks no longer fiction. We'll dream of Huxley's island shores Waking life, it lets us down So close your eyes and melt away In the middle of the night, I can dream away Change what I like and go back to the future again In the middle of the night, gonna scream your name Bring you to life and go back to the future This song has the same energy as songs one and three, too. It does. One and three as well, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, the, the, there's like a bass hook in this that keeps coming up. It's like, boom, boom, boom. That's great. Yeah. Like every now and then they put, and this is the one I was like, Miami Sound Machine. And I think it was just, there's like a, it's got like, it's just, maybe it's the bait, the, the rhythm or something, but it's, I feel like thinking like the rhythm's going to, and then there's like a horn that comes in at one point, too. They do have. Is this the one that also? I don't think this is the one that has the hand claps, but I think that's later. But they do bring a lot. This has of, hand claps in it. It does too. have hand claps. Okay. Yeah, I kept feeling like the rhythm's going to get me. Like, <laughs> dude, the, absolutely. The rhythm absolutely. might actually get you. I like this. This is one I really like. The song. Um, it really, it really is like a like a Miami Sound Machine type of like song, dude. Absolutely, just the way it's put together and like the style. Yeah. Um, and then the, I like the lyrics, this one too, just the, again, there's not like a lot, I mean, they sing for a lot, but there's not a lot of different stuff going on. Um, just the whole, like, we're just going to dream the night away and like, I don't know. Is it like the stabs? Is it like the, yeah, there's that. Is that the hand claps? Yeah. Yeah. I think it might just be that actually. There's like a, there's like a metal, like. There's some metal in their percussion too, 
and it's like it almost simulates like steel drums. It's got that little bit of that steel. It's, it doesn't sound it like steel it. drums, but it gives that steel drum like vibe, you know. And then right at the towards the very end, they like when they're singing "Take Me Back to the Future," they do the like distort the the voice, and I don't even know what they do. What that I don't even know what that's called in a musical, but like basically take the thing and crank up the the roboticizing of it, right? When he's just like, it's like, let's go back to the future over and over and over again. And then the whatever. Like, what if they're distortion kind of? Yeah. Yeah, it's distorted yeah. by it a lot. But each line, each time, it gets a little bit more distorted. Again, like a, uh, you know, the lyrics are kind of like the like depressing and sad, but like a very happy song, right? Like very <laughs> upbeat, probably the most upbeat of the song on here. Um, yeah, I think so. But oh, that uh, baseline, is, that baseline is dope. Yeah, is it good? <laughs> it just, it's not the whole time. It's just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like three or four times, they just like break it in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Robin's listening to that Back to the Future part, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. They're definitely changing it, but it's it's not one filter. Like there's right. there's lots of things going on, man. It's interesting. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Either. It's cool. But to be fair, my knowledge of music is pretty poor. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my knowledge is just poor. So you know, t- together we make us whole person. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. I like. I like this one. Uh, next up on our list is Plug In, which uh, I think pretty much is the the turning point of the uh album this Maybe is when the band part, but... discovers twitter <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah no tiktok this is definitely TikTok. like all i want to do is scroll through tiktok now right Hug me right in, jump through the screen. Final frontier, I can be anything. Maddening scenes, anthropocene. Blinking, you'll miss it slightly. We were a dream. Maybe AI is the messiah. My machines learned all my kinks and desires. Virtual porn, airbrush my jaw. We having fun, yeah. Endless hot takes, chaos will reign. Guess we learn nothing from history's mistakes. Billionaires, rocket to Mars. Stock on Earth, drinking in a driverless cars. Ice caps will fall, Cali will burn. We'll fold an island till it's my turn. Bunch of old white men who don't give a fuck. We have the fun, yeah. Tell me we'll be alright. Say that we'll be fine. Lie to me, it's alright, right? Say that we'll be fine. Just a little bit of tenderness. It's a little bit of tenderness. 
us a fucked up fate Say you'll resurrect me as a young deep fake Genius minds fix all our crimes So we can have fun, yeah We're living in he's, he's almost rapping these lyrics at the beginning Like it's different It's different than what we've heard previously in the album Like there's so many more lyrics Well, and everything is all just like Yeah, it's kind of hinting at all of the worst parts of Modern society right now Billionaires rocket to Mars. <laughs> I do like it's just the one that has maybe I AI is the Messiah. My machines yeah. learned all my kinks and desires. Yep. Control <laughs> porn, airbrush my jaw. Are we having fun yet? Endless hot takes, <laughs> chaos or rain. It's like he makes it work, but right. I just like chaos or rain. It made me think of um, yeah, what's that movie? Antichrist. I don't know if you've seen that with with um. Oh, it's a Lars von Trier movie, but it's it's like a terrible movie. It's like this husband and wife go and like deal with the devil and each other in the woods. And it's but it's a famous scene where this he sees this like dead fox like come up, come alive and stare at him and just go chaos reigns. He's, he's going like totally insane at the time. That's fair. Um. Anyway. It's the other line that I love. say you'll resurrect me as a young deep fake. I always enjoy that too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like the music in the song doesn't really do it for me. It's like out of the, I would say this is probably towards the, the bottom half of, in terms of like enjoying the song. Like if I'm just listening to the album, it doesn't pull me in, even though there's just, there's a lot more, a lot more lyrics in the song than others per se, but uh, it just, it, the music itself doesn't grab me. It's not one that I can just like listen to on repeat and be like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. The strings are really beautiful in this song, I will say. And like, um, there's a part towards the end of the song, or it is towards the end of the song where he's just singing and it's just the strings in his voice. And that's really good. Uh, it works really well for me. But like earlier in the song, I think you like kind of lose those strings because of like, the super fast drops. And this was like less upbeat, I feel like, which yeah. for some reason the 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 content of the songs with the upbeat with the um sort of happy music kind of is a really nice contrast. It like kind of goes together in a weird way. And when you have like the sadder music with the sadder lyrics, it just gets kind of de- it just gets depressing. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, well, dude, especially at the I like end that part for my depression. <laughs> After yeah, the last... through the uh, the exciting parts. <laughs> The last 30 seconds with just the strings and like just him doing the chorus part. Um, like, I think that definitely brings in the sadness of the song 100%. But I think that's the at this point in the album, I think they're. Because they're leading into the next part, which is the. Um, spoken word thing. Riz Ahmed. Um, home. Yeah, I couldn't. 
I couldn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't bother with it. <laughs> I feel bad, but I was like, I tried a couple times. All right, like, what's going on here? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Um. It it just doesn't fit for no. me. Like, it me just either. doesn't. It felt very um, uh, like self-grandizing kind of. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it. No, dude. No, I wasn't. I wasn't about it either. I, I think they would have been fine leaving it out. Oh, the Riz Ahmed, uh, evil, the bad guy in Venom, did a good job in that movie. Uh, evil tech guy, and yeah. uh, was also in um, Rogue One. He was the uh, the pilot, the like defector Empire pilot, who like took him to the planet. Uh, in the end, the final planet, uh-huh. he was the pilot there, and he was really good in that too. Yeah. Um, well, so. he's perfectly fine actor. Probably, I mean. Again, spoken word poetry is not my jam to begin with, yeah. so you're definitely barking up the wrong uh, fan base with that. But like, it's fine, and, but it's yeah. not. It's just not for me. It, and it's good. It's like another interlude kind of thing. I think is the point of yeah. it to sort of like switch gears a little. Um. Right. Yeah. It's. I, I, then there's the you know. So there's only the two ones between those interludes, and then there's this interlude, and then there's four songs in a row before the final interlude. So mm-hmm. feels like, yeah, this was a, a breaking spot between there as well. I feel like um, this song picks the the energy back up. Yeah. You know, would, it, it's kind of yeah. quiet. Like, like, it has a very, like low-key intro into the song and build up but then like they just hit you with like the chorus and that energy for the album comes back and i think it makes up for the spoken word <laughs> like and pulls this, you back in this is the one that feels like like a paul simon song to me like i was listening to it especially the um like when he gets to the chorus he's like shut off the lights and what is it shut off the lights we don't need them to dance or something like that yeah that's um and I, and I, it's funny. He actually says "Graceland" in here somewhere, which is the pulse, which is the Paul Simon album. It sounds like "Graceland" so like is not in your bed. I feel like but, it's not an accident that it that he's kind of like taking that like um because that album yeah. was like the or, God, it was like a I guess that was early nineties, wasn't it? Or, or eighties even, I think. But it was him. He was using like African drums, and he like went around the world to find all these like like African drums and tribal like music to like pull into his. Music and so I think that this is kind of using that same sort of approach. Absolutely, I um, think that like the heyo and the oh that he says too in the chorus like even adds to that more because that, that that has that like eighties vibe to it, dude. Yeah, and it's definitely like on purpose. He's not. This isn't just like a accidentally right. Um, which is good. <laughs> it's actually a really good thing. I I'm lost in my head again. Time traveling, running out, running away with darkness, my only friend. Don't wanna do this all again. You pull me back down to earth. Close off your hands around, hands around me. Grace landing onto your bed. There you are. In my head, there's a beat, it's the beat that you make when you're moving your body. You prove that it can't escape. I can't escape. Got my heart in your hands, and your hands on my chest, in my chest, there's a breath, it's the breath that you take away. And you said, Shut up the lights, we don't need them to dance. Hey. Oh, oh, you said, Just shut up the lights, we don't need them to dance. 
I really like this song. This is probably yeah. one of my favorite ones on here. Um, this one's really easy to like. Yeah. yeah. Although again, I don't pull any lyrics out. Like, oh, this is like this is a great lyric of this or that, but just as a song. No, and um, I don't. That's like it just. Like we, they, I know we've said it like before, but that's just it isn't what this album is, right? It's not about the lyrics. It's about what he's saying and, and how he's singing it with the music accompanying it is what makes it great, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that the it's just a nice blend of the the lyrics don't even always make sense. I mean, they they try, but like it's more fitting into the actual sound that they're going for as well. Ooh, what are we up to next? Stay awake? And this is so funny, dude. Like the fact, like I looked at the song title right as you yawned and go, what's next? And I'm like, well, stay awake. And it kind of fits the situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it was a nice day out. So we got out a, a whole bunch today. So running on fumes by the time night comes. But uh Stay awake is, is it, I, I don't know. I found it to be an interesting song. Sometimes when I was listening, I'm like, yeah, I can really get into this one. And other times I'm like, eh, we can move on to the next song kind of quickly as I listen through. But like, it's, I don't know. It definitely has a, a very electro pop uh, sound to it. When the, in the chorus, at least. Stop the world. I want to get off. Lucid dreams, I can't get enough. Give me the future. Give me confidence. Give me cyber love in an anxious age. Lord above, need to get me laid. Had a taste of euphoria. Who could blame me for wanting more? Just give me passion, give me violence, give me confidence, give me something new to feel. Uh. Now, us freaks and geeks can rule the world, have everything. Doesn't matter if it's real. In my head, in my head, I escape. It's really interesting because, like, the intro is like a weird robot voice, right? And then it's like a weird like it has like verse one almost feels like a church like song like just the way that he spaces it and everything um yeah and then the music comes in this one has cliff's total recall reference as well uh, the, uh, yeah here souls on the internet total recall all the dumb regrets <laughs> so it was like but yeah just not necessarily obvious that they're talking about another, you know, science fiction, futuristic uh, story, but there it is. Is it some kind of weird internet, like, I'm in love with my computer song? <laughs> or like, <laughs> like, what was the movie Her, right? Where the guy was like, fell in love with his virtual assistant, kind of? Yeah. Kind of reminds me a little bit future. of that. Like, um, like, why would I stay awake? Stay awake, stay awake. <laughs> Stop the world, I want to get off. Lucid dreams, I can't get enough. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where this whole album's going. It's like, let's just all just be... Like, <laughs> let's just all just plug in and forget about it. Like, yeah, like you virtual know? reality. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. The other way to look at it is the internet was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't admit it at the end, but <laughs> this is a lot of this was written during the pandemic too. when everyone's like, you know, kind of like separated and we're just like connected to the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's probably Paul. I'm sure that they were like influenced by that. Um, Although I will say as, as someone who's a gamer and you guys probably feel the same way, it was a lot easier to, uh, hunker down knowing that I could just still play video games and chat with my friends for hours every week. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I was used to all that. Yeah. I didn't have to go out of my way to make like uh zoom meetings to hang out with people and stuff like that. Like my Friday nights were spent with the rain team before the pandemic, during the pandemic, if the yeah. pandemic ever actually ends, still going to be raiding on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. And even at work for me, it was like, oh, I did a lot of, I do a lot of stuff on the phone. Like the guy I work with is in New York, so he's not even like in the same office. And so like, yeah, it really wasn't very different. I just did it in sweatpants more often. Um, that's, that's how mine is too, man. Like they're having us go back into the office and I'm like, so we can do less work because I don't work with anyone in the office. So just more distractions, I guess. Yeah. Although I did go into the office for the first time, a slight uh, detour before we get to the end of this album, but I went into the office for the first time since I started at the company uh, on Thursday. And so I only have to go in once a week. And so they have this like hoteling situation where you just like have a desk for the day that you yeah. rent out. And I was like, oh, this is going to be dumb, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, didn't hate going in once that day and i was like super productive that day and away from all the like stuff in the house and the puppy for a day and stuff like that so i'm like i might on days where he goes to doggy daycare which is gonna be like twice a week just go into the office on those two days a week so that karina doesn't get stuck having to deal with a puppy all by herself all day because he'll be in daycare. <laughs> uh, yeah. and then i can use those days to just sort of be in the office and do stuff because it's not you know yeah, there's like distractions abound, but at the same time, it's also my house isn't a distraction either. Yeah, I well, I, I just don't want to fucking spend the two whatever hours commuting. Um, but I'm trying to look at the positive light. They they added they moved us to a different part of the city, so it adds three miles each way to my bike ride. So there you go. Just more exercise. <laughs> That's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should okay. go back to the album. And now we have the the song the album is named after. It's Give Me the Future. Which starts off with, I got two eyes open, now I'm on the other side. Happy in my second life, headset on. So now <laughs> we know where we're at. <laughs> yeah. They're finally catching up with the rest of us. <laughs> He's given up on the real world and moved into his digital world. I got to open eyes. On the other side, happy in my second life, headset on. I could be anything, let me be a Midas king. Think of all the joy I'd bring, touching everything. I've been trying to catch a fever dream in the desert, give me deep blue sea. We ain't nothing but the things we've seen, plug me in. Now nothing is certain And the song isn't done 
It's interesting too because like the intro is like totally different and then it just stops and then it's like him to singing to a different beat, you know? Yeah. 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 Like he put the headphones or like he actually is putting the headset on or something. I don't know. <laughs> so are you talking about Dreaming of Electric Sheep or is that the next one? No, it is this one. Yeah, it is. This so one. I was on my yep. feet Dreaming of Electric Sheep and I'm like. I know oh, yeah. that reference from somewhere. And then I was like, I had to think about it. And I'm like, oh, obviously it's the Blade Runner thing, right? It's the, uh, spoiler alert for if you haven't seen Blade Runner yet, <laughs> the, uh, the replicants dream of electric sheep. <laughs> to ask if they dream of electric sheep. <laughs> so. That was the original uh, story. It was right. based on what's called Do Andrews from Electric Sheep. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know. I kind of I do like this song a lot. I feel like it's a nice. Uh, I mean, it's not a nice, right? It's like su- stupidly depressing when you think about the lyrics, but uh, it's a it's a melodically. I enjoy it quite a bit. I don't, you know, I, this one's not so sad because it's like I don't know. I mean, I like, guess it's kind of an interesting like because t- it's like. He's like, all right, like, I'll, like, plug me in. Like, I'm just going to, like, give in. T- I don't know. But he's kind of, like, happy about it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Because it's like saying, like, like, if this fake, if even, even if it's fake, if it makes you happy, why does it matter? Yeah. Right. Which, I guess, to me, feels like it's incredibly depressing. It's like, well, yep, right. I've punted on the real world, and I'm just going to live happily in my fake world. But isn't it still the real world? You know, like it's it's fake, but your feelings aren't fake, right? So that's what he's kind of giving in. He's like, "Why would I leave? Why would I leave? Just give me the future. It's golden and bright. Right. Catch a fever dream in the flash of the lights." So I don't, I don't know. know. It's kind. Of, I mean, it is kind of depressing, but it's also oh, like, absolutely. Like, also, like, you know, to, like uh, the, the video games are great, game, but know? like in the Fuck it, I'm done with all the real world stuff. I'm just gonna go live in the fantasy world and I mean in the context of in the context of the album, it's like you, you see where he's like by itself the song itself is not like a sad song, right? But right. in the context of this album, it's like, okay. Because <laughs> it's surrounded by all these like, oh, it's so miserable and terrible and I don't know. But I definitely like the the pacing of it too, like the the way the lyrics fall in relation to the music as that whole song goes through, I, I, I find myself like tapping my feet along with that song, probably more than any other song on the album, even though I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's definitely like it catches me that way. I, I, I get that dude. Cause it's definitely not my favorite either, but I do like this song. Um, have I said that about all the songs? Um, <laughs> no, you definitely, you definitely said that uh, "No Bad Days" was your favorite song. So oh yeah, absolutely. You had the, one and three going out. <laughs> one and three are definitely, definitely two of my favorites for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is, it is interesting though. Like, like, is he being, is he defeated because he's like just plug me in, or is he realizing that maybe? Or is he good with it, right? Like, yeah, like, like maybe it isn't a bad thing. I don't know. It's it is funny though. Like they focus on like the internet and VR and all this being like the bad, like fake reality. 
But like, look at fucking television, dude. Just like basic ass fucking television. Like people like will sit there for their entire night. Like they'll eat dinner and sit down and watch TV and then go to bed and just be fed like marketing shit and fake stories and lives and whatever. You know, it's the same same thing, right? We're like binging like, you know, like eight hours of The Office. (laughs) it's like it's it's a good time but it's also like you know you could probably write a sad song about that yeah (laughs) yeah right that's what's yeah yeah that's i and you know there's something to be said about needing to take a break or relax or do whatever you know you find enjoyment in but it is it is kind of funny to me like like just talking about this with you guys i'm just like thinking about people that just like mindlessly stare at a tv you know at least in like vr or something you're doing something right but like like you're literally doing nothing with with the TV. You're just sitting there. Just like moving my thumbs around, right? When I'm yeah, like, like moving like, thumbs around, like thinking, <laughs> like right. Yeah, you get back to some of those earlier songs and think they're saying <laughs> the doom scrolling on Twitter, moving your thumbs around, isn't really helping you out a whole lot either. No, that's horrible for you. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff. You know, I uh, I um. All right, just a side note. Like I recently installed like TikTok. I was curious mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, let's yeah. see what this is. And I like spent like 20 minutes or so like scrolling through. And it was like terrible. Like I didn't enjoy myself at all. But I sat there for 30 minutes and like looked at like 150 videos <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And they were all terrible. I'm like, I'm like, these people are all ha-. like, I don't like none of these people are funny. They all think they're funny. Oh god. Um and then I was like, I I, I get it. Like I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, but I totally get it. People just sit here all day like scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> Like it's yeah. so easy just to like next, next, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's I have made sure not to put TikTok on my my phone. It's especially bad co- compared like at least Twitter's like kind of clunky to navigate, so it slows you down. <laughs> um at least for me, it's clunky. Yeah. yeah. TikTok I opened it up and it was like instantly like here's a video and like don't like it, just touch it and it a new one appears. <laughs> So, and there's a lot of people, a lot of middle-aged folks who think they're like so funny with their sketches. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're so dumb. Like, me people have no idea how bad you are. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right, we have two songs and an interlude left. Um, <laughs> Club Fifty Seven. I would say that this is another one that uh, doesn't sound like anything else on the album in terms of like it just sort of the beat and the uh, the sound is just different than 
other stuff. And it's like, it's got like one of those wood blocks in there that they're playing this a whole more, bunch. This is more Paul Simon. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. It's good. I like I the song, but it's it's got, yeah, some more like percussion-y stuff. I, like wood it's blocks, not my hand favorite, claps, but... Uh, the whistles. I like the whistles in the beginning, dude. I like yeah, the whistles, yeah. man. But it also, like, in terms of the song itself, doesn't like quite fit in with like the narrative they're telling, but I think that's sort of the point of it is in the song before he's like, all right, I'm out of here into my little world. And then here's this club 57. That is it real. Is it not? I'm not even sure really. So, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, a, I don't know. It's just different than anything else. That's the only way I can describe it. God, I do love this. I do love the whistling on this one. Yeah, the whistling is pretty. Yeah, it works well with the chorus too. Um, it it's interesting though. Like, I like the is it love or am I just craving attention? Is it love or do we just want satisfaction? Like that shit's dope. Speaking hey. of dope, what's up, Charles? Hey, Chuck. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. No worries. Oh, you're fine. Like, Hopefully I the cheese fries were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they were certainly that. That's good. I'm not trying to hijack the conversation with how awful I am of a friend for not being here on time, but yeah. But don't worry. We're, we're right towards the end of the album anyway, so. Honestly, bro, like, totally cool. Yeah. For, yeah. No, I don't think any of us are losing sleep over it. <laughs> I just got really hungry, actually. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like I, I know. Right? I'm like, oh, man, I'm kind of hungry now. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So this this song, like, instead of like '80s like techno awesomeness, it's like almost has like that modest mouse like late '90s emo like rock vibe to it a little. Oh. Run Club 57, Chuck. Uh, okay. Yeah, it, and it's also about, like, Club 50... I guess it's about a 80s, like, artsy club in New York, which is a weird thing to be singing about and in the context of, like... The rest of the album. We're all, like, want to, like, sign into virtual reality for our lives or something, you know? Wait, it's just, uh, Club 50... I thought Club 57 was some way something before different. that. Interesting. Uh, I, don't know. I think he's yeah, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, it was another one of those kind of like New York clubs. It wasn't Studio Fifty Four. It was like later. Ah, that's but, um, that's what I was thinking of the, yeah. the studio one. Yeah, okay, okay. One of the, it's it's one of those kind of. I don't know much about it, but I just remember it was like like an eighties thing or something, or maybe a seventies. Yeah, it was a nightclub. It was late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So it's an odd it's an odd selection for the um for this album concept, you know what I mean? Right. But I know I liked it though. It's again I had that Paul Simon vibe, so I kind of like the the wood blocks and the whistling and all that jazz. Sure. All right, for our our last interlude was the uh total dissociation, which is right on time. This is my favorite track. <laughs> Why is that, Chuck? Because <laughs> uh, it's very wormholy. <laughs> That's fair. Totally. I like the way you describe it. 
I like your trim beard, by the way. It's, it's very handsome. Thank you. Sorry. I, I hate it, but I was sick and tired of the dog stepping on it. So I. <laughs> and I, uh, I kept no. zipping it into my coat when I had to go outside. And I'm like, all oh. right, the beard's got to go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no good. <laughs> you shouldn't hate it. It looks good. But yeah, no, um, I like the song. It was very good. I liked it. It was like, oh, okay. This is. Uh, I can get down with this. It was like my favorite song. And then I realized it was an interlude and only like not even a minute. I'm like, well, oh, fuck. It has, I- um, it has that like Phil Collins saxophone too. It like the middle of it. Yeah, it, it does. My notes for this one were back to cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> like- Very clearly out of the uh, three interludes, the yeah. first interlude the spoken word poem and this one, this one was easily my favorite. Yeah. 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 And I think the first one should have just been the intro to that song, man. It just, I don't know. What if it's like a time thing? Like the first one was kind of an old timey thing and the middle one was whatever. And then this is like a more futuristic. Maybe they're like trying to like get the passage of time in there. I mean, total dissociation too, right? We've been talking about how they're taking this journey, right? <laughs> they agreed to plug in, and then we go back to a club from the late seventies, early eighties, and now completely just gone. And then we uh, end up with the future holds. So, was this a concept album? I just didn't understand. Yeah, I think yeah. that's sort of the the general thing that they said is it's sort of a how they want to. <laughs> the world is awful, and they just want to disappear off into cyberspace. And okay, that makes sense. But as far as like the, it, the overall like concept of the album, I guess that went over my head. It's a little no, like I, as a concept album. It's kind of like not. It doesn't come across like I like a lot of the songs in here, but it doesn't like. I don't know. It just it sounds like a lot of it's just kind of like depressing songs in the beginning. <laughs> oh, and then like it doesn't really get the concept across as much. Um. I felt like there's something going on with it, but I had to like kind of look it up to see what they were really singing about. I guess to really nail yeah. it down. Um, and the then, the right, chorus right. part with uh, with Bim, like the who knows what the future holds, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it really like reminds me of No More Bad Days. Like it has that same like like tone in the in the lyrics because i think he does like a little voice dub on no more bad days yeah and and so like the the two of them singing together like gives me that same fuel even though the rest of the song is totally not like that at all i also really like it when they basically drop the music out and just have the uh the whole choir singing the chorus over and over again towards the end that's i feel like that's a good way to leave mm-hmm. for me at least i enjoyed that the song is Take it or leave it, but the uh, the ending with the the dropping the music out and just having a choir sing is always a, a selling point for me. Yeah, and it's staggered too, right? Like there's yeah. different different lyrics being said at different parts by different people. Um, yeah, I like that too. That's good.
Yeah, I don't have much more to say. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I enjoyed it, but I enjoy everything they do. I'm looking forward to seeing the concert, but uh, there will be only a few songs off of this album that have made it into like a top list for me for them. That's yeah, not my favorite, but uh, very good. I enjoy I enjoy listening to it. Yeah, you know that that's kind of like what I was thinking as I was listening to it. Like, because to be honest, I was uh. I didn't spend as much time as I should have. <laughs> um, my life is very different now. I don't have as much time to listen to music, so I did. I, I listened to the shit out of it last night, like probably ten times over. I woke up with the first song in my head, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I wasn't sure what to expect. I know that Rob was in the bag for Bastille, and I was like, <laughs> I wonder. I, I wonder how Rob. <clears throat> so what I, I I was listening to it, and. My initial reaction was, this is good. I see where Rob is going with this, but I have a feeling that this isn't his favorite. And it makes me wonder if like, this is a late stage of their musical career and you're a big fan of their earlier works and this one is, is kind of more or less... like Like you're willing to enjoy it because it's people that you enjoy, but not because of what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'd go that far because every album they've done has been different in a lot of ways. They always try something new uh, with their albums. So, is maybe it is late stage, but I just think they they took another thing and it didn't hit as hard as some of the other ones. But like I said, I still think I like it more than I like their second album. So, is this the Bazooka Tooth of Bastille? <laughs> I don't know if I know who Bazooka what Bazooka Tooth is. <laughs> He's up rock. Ah. He went in a different direction with that. And like hardcore ASAP rock fans are like, that shit's dope. And everybody else is like, maybe not. For my taste. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll get me on the next one. And then he did. Yeah. The Zuka Tooth was good. But I, like I, I like, I'm in the bag for you, so. Yeah, me too. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Did you see the? I now now I just have to talk about. It. Did you see the the picture? I I don't know who the basketball player was, but there was like this picture of this basketball player on the side of the court, and then there's like like a dude behind him, and like it was circled, and he was wearing a Labor Day shirt. That's pretty tight. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll just send it. It was all over Instagram today. Sorry, not to derail the conversation, but yeah, I think we're pretty well done. That's the nice part about it. It was a. Uh... We spent more time talking about the album than the album's length, so that counts. Short, short and sweet. Yeah. Yep. Like Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't that the truth. So, on to video games then? On to video games. Um, I have some stuff to talk about. Um, with the TWAB and whatnot, but if you guys, do you guys want to talk about other things or? Are we, are we allowed to say the name of the game? Or are we going to get in yeah. trouble? Are you sure? Yeah, we're going to get a strike. Don't put it on know, YouTube. The game, the, the game that shall not be named for fear <laughs> did of. You, did you see that they, like their own personal content got taken down too? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah I did not know that. What happened? So all these content creators like Bife and a bunch of other people had Literally videos everybody getting feels uh, like. copyright 
are getting their videos copyright strike or, or DMCA or something like that. All these yeah, Bungie, all these Disney. Sony. I it's kind of unknown who's doing it or what's the, going on. The um, theory that I saw is that um, some bogus company has made copyright claims, and the way YouTube works is anyone can do that, and then you have to go appeal it. But the problem is, if you appeal it and lose, then like the punishment is worse, I guess somehow. Uh, so a lot of people don't appeal these things. Um, but yeah, someone made copyright claims on Bungie yeah. videos. Bungie tweeted out too? Uh, like eight hours ago. So this would be like three o'clock this afternoon. We are aware of series of copyright takedowns on YouTube and we're actively investigating. This includes content on our own Bungie channels. These actions are not being taken at the request of Bungie or our partners. Please stand by for future updates. Yeah, that's wild. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Bife got something taken down. Azacross had like yep. he got like kicked off YouTube for two weeks or something like that. Something crazy happened with him. Just for like right. you know like Destiny videos or something. So no, Azacross. Not even Azacross's was he had a picture of the Twab that had his mo- match of the week emblem or in it or something like that. So no yeah. music, no live anything. Yeah, it was a picture wild. of the Twab, and that was what got hit with a strike. So I don't I know what got, the deal is, but I just assume he got banned because his voice is annoying as fuck. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh. That was, that was that's where I ended up watching most of the raid race was on his channel. I enjoyed watching those guys do it. Yeah, that's Why didn't pretty you wild, watch though, us? Right stuff. Because uh, I wanted to see more than the first <sighs> encounter. Hey, we got to the second encounter. Hey, yeah, we, yeah, we got to the second encounter too last night. Yeah, we night. were, yeah, in, yeah. We were awesome. in contest mode. That was the difference. <laughs> it was a contest mode because I had had too much to drink. Yeah, we were. Yeah, in, we had our exactly. own contest mode. Going on. <laughs> exactly. We had our own modifiers. Self-imposed <laughs> <laughs> modifiers. Wouldn't trade it for the world, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, not my finest night. <laughs> we had a good time. It was awesome. I'm, I'm sad laughing. that I, like, I missed it. It, it like sounds raids. like it was a good time. Raids are fun. Ooh. Um. Okay. Let me let me talk about a couple things then. Um. From the twab. Uh. Shit coming down the line. Um. So. Uh. Vow challenges release in two days. Uh, April 1st, Trials Labs, and they're doing zone captures. Um, and, and like, dude, they just have something every week. It's like Trials Labs, Nightfalls, Trials Labs, Iron Banner, Master Difficulty Raid is coming out on the 19th. Uh, more Trials Labs, Guardian Games. Um, they're doing in May, they're letting people vote for the map that's going to be in Trials. Which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So hello, I don't know. Javelin. Do you think, <laughs> you think it's going to be? Uh, yeah. Do you think people who don't play Trials are going to go in and be like, like, paid for bad maps? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Like, um, you, remember that, you remember that map voting system? Call of Duty. Yeah, they did. They do it for Halo too. Uh, actually, Halo. F- I think it was a Halo. F- Halo Four had it. Oh, okay. Well, basically, like you get the same ideas. Like, yeah, like everybody picks their favorite map, and it's like you might have 
15 maps available, but you play the same three or four every time because people only vote for the same three or four. You just want to play the same maps, yeah. Yeah, so it's like they'll give you two shit ones and a good one, quote unquote, but that good one is one of your good four maps that you play. So instead of playing a possibility of 20 maps and 15 of which you hate, you play the same four maps over and over and over again. Kind of lame. There was a game that had a. That had a had a thing where you it wasn't you voted for a map, but you could like vote to skip a map. Like if something came up that everybody hated, you could just skip it and it would just randomly give you another one. Um that, that was Halo yeah. Three, wasn't it? Was Halo it was three? Some maybe it was three. There was something and that was pretty I, I cool. Think, I think that was three that did that um, and then four you could actually vote pick one of three. Yeah, voting for him is kind of but being able to at least like not have to play because ever there's definitely maps everybody hates and they can just kick them out. But um, was was uh, Call of Duty, was it the map that you just played plus the next map? Was that what it was? And oh, then you could you could play that map, but you could only you could only play it two times and then it wasn't the option the next time or something like that. Yeah, There's some shit that. like that going on because because whenever you got Nuketown, you would play Nuketown two times in a row because everyone would always vote to play for it again. Right. Yeah. Well, I know there was a, a vote to skip as well because we'd always used to tell people... Skip this map and it'll be shipment next. Even though we wouldn't know for sure. So that was always a thing we would do too is vote to skip, we'll play shipment next. <laughs> Almost never yeah. worked, but worth it. The voting would be cool. Destiny should bring that in. Well, Although it's vetoes uh, would be cool. That'd yeah, be cool. vetoes would be cool. Just a veto. It's like, no, dude, we don't yeah, want to play. Yeah. The fuck is it? Definitely like, Vostok the, uh, again. Yeah. yeah Vostok. Why'd you even bring it back? <laughs> yeah. I like I like Vostok. You guys don't like Vostok. Well, they made them. Everyone's like, "Oh, the maps are too small." So they brought back all the big maps, like Eternity and I guess Vostok. But the problem's not the maps are too big. The problem is the maps have like shit all over them, so you can't like actually get in like ranged gunfights. Like I don't know. Anyway, so that they brought these big maps back, but they're like, and I guess Eternity is pretty big, but Eternity is worse than Vostok for sure. Vostok's bad, but it's manageable. Well, at least it's got like reasonable length. Like they're if you're gonna get into a gunfight, it's not like a mile away or like right in your face. Um, but um, yeah, Eternity, like everything's like so far away. Or Eternity, right? Just... You have to like hit the. You either need to avoid the long range fight and get into cover so you can get up close on somebody. Yeah. Because there are like no mid range gunfights in that map. Like, it, like Javelin's not a like... big map, but it's great because there's just nothing. There's not like a bunch of stuff in your way when you're getting in fight. You know, it's kind of clean. It's got clean lines. I don't know. Eternity's like, okay, you know what? Let's uh, let's design a map because we have this gun, Jade Rabbit, and nobody fucking uses it ever. So let's make <laughs> a map where people can use Jade Rabbit. Yeah, well, that so was they, so yeah. they made Eternity. That was the map that that dropped when Mida was hot, dude. That's the, that first first... Map. That's the first trials map. Yeah, it's the only yeah. trials map. No, Eternity. Oh no, I'm not thinking Eternity. What's the other one that's like Eternity? That's like uh, a U shape thing. No, it's the oh, one with like they, there's What's B that? is inside and the two. It starts with an E as well. Is it like Equinox or something like that? Yeah. That's yeah. that one come back? Yeah, that didn't come back. Okay, okay. I was okay, going to say, oh. I haven't played that Ooh. one yet. Maybe that one is. Maybe I haven't played enough PvP. I didn't even know that I thought Eternity was Equinox. Yeah, no. That one is the one where if you're on the good team, you get to just run your supers through their spawn. And then run over to the other side and run your supers through their spawn. And if you're on the bad team, the other team runs their supers through your spawn, and then you spawn on the other side of the map yeah. and they run their supers and they come through back your the other spawn. Way. Yeah. <laughs> and you can you can like 
you can see your team destroying them and sit back a little so that they start to respawn and then just right. hold down because there's only like three options to get out of spawn, right? right? Which so is the, yeah, yeah that's the Jade Rabbit map, right? right? You just stand out in the middle with the Jade Rabbit and somebody has just, to jump up onto that platform and you just two tap them. Yeah. You can cover both spawns from one spot. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. that one was uh, pretty gnarly for momentum control back in the day. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't know. It, it's just they need better like sight lines in some of the maps. They like always puts there's always like something in your way. Like if you're somewhere and you're like, okay, I want to kind of cover part of the map. And, he, and there's like, oh, we'll put a box right here so you can only cover like half the map. And I don't know. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Some some of the maps just like Rusted like, Lance doesn't really have that. They always have like they have some nice long sight lines. That it, it doesn't need to be big. It just needs for him to look. I don't know. Yeah. No. And and Sorry, more than like over. just two options. Or three options for movement like i also yeah. like get annoyed when like you have to funnel through like a oh, doorway options. like every yeah. every map where you fight like what's the the cauldron yeah where it's like, like let's just shoot through this doorway at each other for like 20 minutes oh that one's rough that's yeah. i mean it's fun when you if you can i don't know like are they, are, are they dead cliffs but if you're playing control it sucks if you're not playing control it's fun yeah, yeah. I well, Dead Cliff is rough because you get just stuck back in that that room. A spawn, and then like, a... or just there's always someone back there, like going AFK <laughs> and just keeping you locked in there. Yep. Um, <laughs> Trying to play the game, but uh, he gets uh, <laughs> <laughs> you keep getting shot. Get shot as a respawn. <laughs> I was accidentally that person that capped A the other day in Iron Banner. Oh, I felt kind of bad. Was like, I fucking hate it when fucking blueberries cap A. I was like, sorry, man. I helped cap that point. My bad. <laughs> oh, um, man. So they are doing an update on Tuesday and they're increasing the cap of those elemental um, things for reforging weapons and whatnot from 250 to 1,000. Um, and then next season, they're just going to remove them all and you'll only have natural elements. Or neutral. Yeah. Sorry. There's like multiple different types. Yeah, the ruinous. Yeah, yeah ruinous, nice. android, mutable, drowned, and energetic. And drowned only comes from the raid. So if you want raid perks, you have to break down raid weapons. Uh, well, that just comes from you use the red things, right? And then when you like level them up enough, you just can extract yeah. the stuff, right? Okay. Although the raid weapons, when you break them down, they drop one drone alloy every time, whether they were uh, uh, red, red or not. Okay. Yes, yeah, I wasn't sure like which ones to keep. I'm like, I think I dismantled and got the ruinous, so this time I'll get adroit next time, and then I'm mutable, and then I was... I tried to do that. I'm starting to hit the 250 cap on all of them, and it's like, yeah. okay, well... Yeah. Now I don't care. I'm just going to grab one of them because I'm going to lose them and then break it down anyways. Basically, like I just look at which one is not maxed out currently. And then it sucks because sometimes I'll do a weapon where, and then I'll the go to get you, the elements and they're all maxed out. It's just like, you, oh, okay. Where, where even see what you have. Maxed you don't. Out. <laughs> you can't. You have to go to the crafting yeah. table to was, see it. If it was in your inventory, oh, that would make table. a lot okay. of sense. Yeah, like, the problem like, is people freak out about their inventory filling up anyways. So you'd have to like find somewhere else for it. You can't just put five new currencies in that inventory thing because somebody out there has like 20 stacks of prisms already that they don't want to lose. Your mind's full of all... Com I still have like Nessus tokens in mine, so I'm... Yeah, I have like fucking... 
It's in the, this, things that have been the postmaster for this me. This is like sometimes. a voucher from Festival of Laws <laughs> five seasons ago that you got for delivering your cookie to somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And anything that says it's safe to, to dismantle, I'm like, no, it's not. I'm going to keep it. I know. I don't trust I'm like, them. there's no way this is safe, safe to dismantle, man. So, so that's why I still have to use toothbrush, right? There's the toothbrush, and that one does, yeah. doesn't say it's safe to dismantle. So all of the other ones that say they're safe to dismantle, I pulled the trigger on, but I'm keeping the stupid toothbrush around because <laughs> it doesn't is- say it's safe to dismantle. Well, what was it D one that they did that with the raisins? Like if you had kept yeah. the raisins, oh, you got raisins? Oh, yeah. special. Yeah, 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 yeah. raisins. Yeah, yeah. And and I've never trusted them since because I'm like, well, you know, you said that that was safe to dismantle, and then three years later, you get something special for it. Plus, we have all that space <laughs> for like materials. I just eh, I don't worry about it. Yeah, I still have um, that stupid fucking bow you can only get from what was the uh, the Valentine's Day event the first time. Oh, yeah, the very first bow you got from the first Crimson Days. What was it? Um, what was it called? It was like a solar bow. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. I don't even remember this. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember the name of the, the weapon, but it was a bow that you got from Crimson Days. I still have it. It's like been sunset and all that shit. I'm like, well, I can't get it again. You know what I mean, like, so I'll still keep it in my stupid inventory, even though I'll never use it. Yeah, my vault's full of stuff. Instead of yeah, cleaning out my I just, vault, I just delete new things. <laughs> they don't look promising. Like I, I went bullshit. to Dim, and I realized Dim had an Is Sunset feature, and so I just started removing uh, Sunset weapons that basically I'm like, oh, I'll keep... I'll keep uh, and Revoker and that stuff. What about the... Recluse, but what about Outlaw Kill Clip Bygones? That was... You want to see what I still have? Yeah. No, that's good. The Traveler's Chosen damage no, it's gun. It's the damage Traveler's Chosen from it's, the it's original good. game. Yeah, it's good, Is man. it actually a good like, gun? Yeah, oh. we were well, we were having fun with it in private matches the oh, other night. And and I could not. Who was it? I want to say yeah. it was like that's Dex and Nessie like... or, or Stormy or someone. I could not fucking kill any of them, dude. Like they not, were just not the exotic one, the original white one. The that's... white one, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I have to pull it out sometime. It'll be fun. Yeah, I, I like. I never deleted. It. I'm like, well, I have to keep it now. I don't think you can get it anymore. So. Hey, our home, right? Like, like come across the screen. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, I loved it because every single time Val was like looking somewhere talking, and then Sindhu would poke him in the shoulder, and he'd like. Look to the camera and put on a smile, and then like go back to talking as soon as the picture was done. It was pretty oh, hilarious that she was hey, like dude, running yeah. that thing. But then last night was the actual ceremony with like all of the traditional, yeah, uh, you know, things that had to go on. And apparently that was pretty great. I fell asleep before it started because I'm old and lame. But uh, Karina watched it and said it was pretty great. Yeah, we 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 talked about watching it because I'm like, oh, dude, it's live in like in like an hour or some shit like that to Debbie. And then we just totally spaced it and bought Spider-Man and watched Spider-Man last night instead. <laughs> so I'll have to go back and click the link and check the video. Nice. But the pictures looked awesome that he posted okay. today. Yeah. Congratulations, Val. Good for Sick. him. Good for them. Do you have a nice honeymoon somewhere? <laughs> I... <laughs> or no? <laughs> Uh, well, Sindhu's been in uh, India for a month already, and Val's been there for two weeks. So 
I'm not sure how much longer they're going to be staying there or where they're going afterwards, but I know that they uh, they also are hoping to close on their new house sometime in the nearish future once the construction oh, gets wow. done. So oh, he's got to get back from there to close on the house whenever they actually finally finish building his house. So that's cool, though. Yeah. Um. Okay, back to video games. Uh, one thing that I thought was really funny and known issues. Players who go flawless in trials aren't receiving weapons or rewards. Oops. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, fucking grinding trials? Like, especially someone who's, like, my skill level and going flawless and then just not getting any of the gear Pretty for funny. it. Fuck. I did, a, I did a thing last weekend where you could watch someone on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And every time they finished a trials match, you, like, click the button, like, hey, I watched this. And if you watch 10 of them, you got a free trials gun. Really? I got a summoner. Yeah, I haven't played a game of trials in like two years. I have like a summoner with uh, <laughs> some bullshit on it. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it was just an anger. It could have been anything, but. Yeah, that's funny. funny. I, I was just like, I have to do this. This is going to be great. <laughs> it's, just, like, it's, dude, it, the nice <laughs> thing about Sensei changed up the way it works is like, you don't have to. You don't have to win a lot of games to get a lot to of loot. stuff. Yeah. You know, like, I, just, I still haven't played a game. <laughs> like, I, I jumped in. It wasn't last weekend. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was Friday or something. I played some freelance games. Not this Friday, Friday before. And um, dude, I got to like five wins or something like that. Like just playing solo. I'm just like, oh, OK, solo. wow, that's crazy. I mean, we definitely got stomped like, you know. Yeah, you don't. You, the odds are against you going in like that. But if you know that, and you don't get upset. Fine. You have to get back yeah. in the PvP a little bit. I kind of I played a bunch last season and then just ended up stopping. But um, I was trying to get a um really good Cartesian coordinate. Uh, with um, I forget what role I want. It was like like a fast, some kind of stability perk, a fast charging perk, and then um under pressure and um. The melee bonus damage, whatever it's called, swashbuckler, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I was, I was doing all kinds. I was like, the one thing I want to do last season. I'm like, I'm just going to focus on this. So I did all kinds of. You can focus your engrams for it uh, by doing the seasonal stuff. And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I could, could never get the bright one. I got close enough though. You know, I got a good one. And then like the last day, like last night, I got one the drop from a world drop. It was the exact, <laughs> part, exact thing I wanted. And then it's just that I'm like, I haven't played any PvP, but <laughs> I was pretty That's excited awesome. about it. Yeah. Um, got it. Can you still get that gun? Is that still yeah. that Zer, Zer sells it. Uh, not Zer. Um, who's a Gunsmith. fucking Gunsmith sells it. Gunsmith sells. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah, he sells gun. random like rolls every week. He had he had a good roll last week or week before, I think, when I went and checked. I was like, I don't think oh, that helps oh. you anymore. But no, no, yeah, I'm, you were around I'm those couple of weeks oh. ago. <laughs> oh, the um, the uh, main ingredient he keeps selling or whatever. Yeah, he sold another God roll one. I kind of wish you would stop because I just want people to stop complaining about fusion rifles. <laughs> like that's my main. Don't worry, people will find something else to c- complain hey, about like, in the near future. So like a God roll bow, bow so people can complain about that or something like. <laughs> Yo, you guys remember Arms Day? Yeah. Yeah. Arms Day was the shit. That was cool. You just I just that love one, that like, one. Was a PDX forty five that pulse. PDX forty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wait for like that perfect day. Like oh man. I was I was lucky enough to get like with the one of the two god rolls that he sold, or that oh. that were happened. Oh. 
What was the green one that was like the same archetype? It was a Suros pulse rifle. Hawksaw. Hawksaw. Yeah. yeah, man. That was the days. That new Suros pulse rifle feels like Hawksaw. Which one? Um, the new one? Yeah. It's the, oh, it's the yeah. Uh, Stasis one, right? I don't remember. I, I only, like, I don't, I haven't played with it. I know I have one. But when you pull it up, it just feels just like Hawksaw. It's an energy, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Don't I really like it. the Raid Pulse. Insidious, I've been enjoying that quite a bit. I have not tried that. I haven't gotten that one to drop the yet. Syncopation? Is that it? Uh, sounds right. But... <sighs> No, I don't think it's syncopation. It's the other one, right? There's another one. Oh, no, no. That, that one is the Soros one. Syncopation 53 is the Soros one. So I think you're right, Chuck. Oh, I got my first. First of five needed uh, peace of mind uh, patterns this week now. Finally. Oh, nice. Four more to go only. Although I do realize that as you go along and you can... Uh, do the insights thing. There are two. There's a ability to pick in the seasonal tree. To the first uh, engram you decode each week is guaranteed to be a deep sight weapon. So you could focus. There, you know, you get one a week. Okay. So once I buy those insights, I'll be able to get that pattern pretty quickly if I don't get it faster than that. So that's cool. So yeah, that should help with some of the stuff. I I have to say, man, I know I think I said this last episode or the one before, but I am really loving loadouts on dim now. Um, yeah, because I feel like they change so much stuff, like it actually makes sense to have different loadouts now. And dude, it's so nice to just be in orbit and just go into dim and be like, I want to play hand cannon fusion rifle and I click it and it changes fucking the color of my armor, my mods on my armor. Oh, it'll like, do the mods now? Oh, everything. Wow. It does literally everything. It changes. Like, I, I have my super, my grenades, like, everything just, you hit it, it applies it. So oh, I should totally do that. Orbit. It's nice. Because I, I don't really change armor, but I change my mods, like, all the time, and it's super frustrating. Yeah, and, and then you don't remember, or, like, you might not be, like, you're like, dude, I know I was 100 yeah. mobility. Why can't I get 100 mobility yeah. now? And it's cool too because you can just go in and hit edit and like re like for instance i got a better role of, of the raid fusion and so i wanted to have like a kinetic fusion set up and you just go in and like x the old weapon and then just hit fill in using equipped and it like fills in with the new weapon oh nice and it's like two buttons and you save it and you're good to go or like if you hard. if you had it set up with like like i had scatter grenades and i wanted to go back to um the Axiom bolts. And I was just like, okay, X scatter grenades, fill in with what I'm using, save, cool. Now next time I go play, I'll be there. Damn. I got a slow week of work coming up, so yeah, I know what I'm gonna be doing this week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's and fun, it's, man. And the loadouts are uh pop up based on which character you're playing. So you can have like your hunter loadouts on one page, your warlock loadouts, your nice. titan loadouts. That's dope. Yeah, yeah it's a cool feature. Um, yeah, the furthest the furthest ever got with that was like just PvP weapon setup, you know. So I would have like my 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 base weapon setup as far as like last word sniper, hand cannon, shotgun, whatever, you know. Like 
And yeah. it would just transfer the weapons that I needed. I never really got in depth as far as like armor and all that shit. But yeah, that's cool. That's so custom. Because the mods would be like great. That. I definitely mod, like yeah. not change my weapons because I'm like, God, I don't feel like changing my mods around. Yeah. Just keep using a pulse rifle, you know. Well, yeah. and, and that's yeah. kind of like the hidden fun part of it, right? Because I just like named like loadouts like Kinetic Fusion Hand Cannon or Hand Cannon mm -hmm. Sniper. So I know I'll switch the mods. And then if I want to play with a different sniper, I just swap the sniper myself manually. But I know everything's set up. Yeah, the weapons are easy enough to swap around. But it's the mods. It, it, you have to find them. And then like you're getting pulled out of your menu what, half the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it works well. Or or if like you're gonna raid, like you can play PvP and then go to orbit real quick and hit raid. Hit your raid button. And it'll yeah. like throw it'll throw on all my raid gear and then I can just join party and I'm good to go. Not fucking That's around nice. with anything. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, it's been really fun. Um I finally pulled out that when I was doing the raid on Friday, I pulled out that outbreak perfected pulse rifle. Finally, mm -hmm. and like that thing is great. The the uh primary exotic weapons are so much fun to use. Yeah, like they're now, really good now. Buff, buff, like, yeah, that's almost all I use now are just like a variety of those weapons, which guys, I've never used really. You guys mess with graviton at all? Yep, I ran the whole story with it. Is it any good? It's it's okay. good, but uh, it's not like markedly. Again, it's you know just story PVE stuff, but it did a pretty good job of clearing ads and that kind of stuff. But it didn't feel like it was markedly better than it used to be. Okay. I did the legendary one with mostly Huckleberry, and, really, um, and uh, bad Juju because it just they auto reload when you get kills. So if right. you're solo, it just like it as long as you're like able to like kill at least one enemy, it'll just keep reloading. And once it gets sp like spun up, it's pretty good uh, in PVE at least. And that was before they now you can get stupid Devour on a hunter. Yeah. So like I just get Devour yeah. going and I just like hold the trigger down and just stand in the center of the circle and just let him come at me. It doesn't even matter. Dude, I love having that set up and like I like I forget about it. And then all of a sudden, like I see the devour timer, like pop up on my screen in PVP. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's like you pick up an orb of light and you get it. It's like amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and you're I, like that... and you get that high energy fire thing. So it's like now your guns are supercharged and you can't die. It's like. I don't know. I, I did it's switch wild. my my PVE loadouts now, so I'm populating uh, orbs with my weapons. Yeah. Okay. Like orbs, orbs and elemental wells. Like I'm just throwing those out everywhere. Um, and that's that's nice because then I just have devour set up on everyone. So you get you get multi kill. You just get devour going, and then once it's going, you're good. Yeah. But yeah, the legendary campaign was super fun. Um, I just did that like initially. It took me a while because it was just the missions were so long. But but I it was probably my the best time I've had in a while playing PVE and deck. Cause it was a little bit challenging. It wasn't like unbelievable. It wasn't like super difficult. It, so two things, one, it was fun Two, They kept giving you like, um, it, your power didn't matter. So you don't have to worry about like leveling stuff up or putting on like stupid weapons. So you right. could use like your good guns. And then they gave you, um, upgrade materials. So like every mission you were finished, you could actually upgrade and be high enough light for the next one. Um, so like I never bothered putting on any blue gear. Usually it's like you're wearing blue gear and using dumb guns yeah. for the whole mission. Yeah. And I was using all this like fun stuff, like really good things I had been playing with. So it was like a nice change. Um, it really was, yeah, it. yeah. I really enjoyed not um, using shit weapons. Yeah, and it was like a challenge, but like I don't know. Except for the last Sabathun boss fight, I died, died a ton of times in that one. But I, the rest of them weren't too bad. Um. 
or if I forgot to crush a ghost orb or whatever. Oh, like, that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you use like all your heavy and then it like pops up. You're like, oh, Christ, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was playing a whole bunch of uh, whatever the seasonal thing is. What's that called? The the psyops, uh, yeah. And so I got stuck with like the two worst teammates of all time. And I kill <laughs> the stupid guy. And then I pick up a guy because we're getting. I kill him from like the other side of the map. The other two are standing up there. And neither one of them killed the guy. I hit there. They die to the ads. And just as I hit the button to do the uh, the ghost squish, he pops back up. And this time, these two chuckleheads are still dead. And now I have a full health. <laughs> or not a full health, but I'm out of heavy. And I'm like, this has already taken way longer than it should because literally killed every single one of the uh, things up to this point. <laughs> How did they get their super back so fast? It's such bullshit. Right? You know what like, though? <clears throat> you know where it's at? You guys, it's glaive. all about the glaive. Yeah. As long as you have oh, suppressing yeah. glaive on, like you just shoot them with glaive or stab them with glaive and their super's gone. I should use that glaive more. I, I haven't really do been using it much. It works on the boss. Yeah, I think I have my glaive up to level twenty now, so Let's see. not where your Oscar Striga is, but Yeah, I was gonna say, man. Well, I didn't play, like I've been gone all week, so, so uh I have my Austria Striga is level 80. Oh, wow. 8,000 kills, and my glaive is 27. The, that's the exotic thing. I still have to craft yeah. that, actually. Gosh. Dude, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that gun is pretty great. MPD. It's kind of fun having to use weapons to level them. Like, that reminds me of way back in the beginning of the game when you would get, you used to get drops, and like your perks wouldn't be unlocked. Right. You have to actually you use, the gun the, to, to use the gun to unlock the to perks. Use the gun to unlock the perks. So you couldn't even tell if a gun was good until you played with it for a while, um, which was kind of frustrating. But So I was worried this, this was going to be like that, but it doesn't feel quite as bad. It feels better. Yeah, no, I'm still using um, the rocket launcher to try to... The Palmyra B or whatever it is, the one of the rocket launchers, so that I can unlock the auto-loading lo- holster perk so I can have a rocket launcher with auto-loading oh. holster. In the because uh, my thought is if I have one with auto loading holster, then I can run uh, Izanagi as my DPS exotic and then have a rocket whenever I need to reload and that kind of stuff. That's a great idea, man. That's a really good idea. Unfortunately, it takes forever to level up, and it's not a very good rocket launcher that I have of that version, so I'm gonna need to get another one and work on it. Yeah, it's but, tough uh, to level, yeah, because you can only get so many kills with it yeah. well you just have to have it on when you're doing stuff and you get a certain percentage at the um, end but oh really the problem okay. is it's not that great so it's not doing like if i throw on gallerhorn it's going to be just a lot quicker to actually finish the mission oh, I see. oh and then you gotta so. swap back before you end right i used so, to try to do that with the strikes where it's like you have to do it with a certain element and i was right. like would do it with something else and then i'd forget and i'm like yeah, I was. I would always forget. And I was like, fine, I'll just use this. I think it was back when Tether was terrible. I'm like, I'll put on Tether. Wait, what do you mean back when Tether was terrible? Back I mean, it's pretty no, good No, it's right good now. now. It's, it's still terrible. No, it's great in PvE. You oh, put on PvE. Those, like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, PvE. Oh, no, right. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's still terrible in PvP. But. Is it bad in PvE? I was kind of curious, but yeah. It's so bad. It's, it got Dude, worse. I didn't think they could make it worse, but it got worse. So it doesn't like instantly. Ta- I assume they would have just fixed that. It doesn't they hinted that they did, but I don't. I don't think that it. It's not really any I don't better. Think that it activates. 
Uh, instantly. Yep. And, so. it, and it doesn't kill on a hit either, which is also bad. It is pretty lame. Uh, I think the single one does, but the volley one doesn't. Is that what it is? It's still lame. To, I'm just mad about it, dude. I don't know details. Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't it know does, why I'm mad. I'm just mad about it. <laughs> the the volley does hella damage in PvE, though. Yeah, no, no, I'm cool with that part. That part's cool. Yeah. In PvE, it's great. With the, put those boots on with the third volley. Oh, man. Orpheus rig. They yeah. say uh, they say fish pants are better if you have the orbs. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. I'll have to pull out my fish pants then. Give it a shot. What are the fish pants? Uh, uh, what the hell are they called? It's uh, like fish eater scales or something. Star eater scales? Star eater, no, <laughs> fish eater scales. Fish eater yeah, star, scales. Star, star, star eater scales. Yeah, you, you, uh, once you have super and you pick up orbs, the orbs you pick up overcharge your super. Oh, you would do extra cool. damage. So yeah, they say those are still even with the third volley with the Orpheus rig, the fish still better. are still better, yeah. To go get those. I guess some of them. Also realized in my vault I had a really nice set of Orpheus rigs. And I've been running this shitty pair that I pulled from collections <laughs> the entire like season. 48. Uh, I hope I hope you dump yeah. like three ascendant shards into them first before No, you... they're only <laughs> I only leveled it up to seven, so I'm okay <laughs> that way. <laughs> nice. I leveled all this. I masterworked all this gear last season for like PvP. Like, and I, I didn't realize how expensive it was because I just had like a lot of materials laying around, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and then now I'm like, I, I was like, I wanted to like level something else up, and I'm like, oh, I need like an ascendant shard. I'm like, no problem. I'll just go turn in some materials and get it. And I was like, holy shit, it's so expensive. I didn't realize. So now I'm like not masterworking anything else. I'm done. Like, um, yeah, I'm still sitting on so many prisms from playing trials. Like, uh, my hunter, my hunter has a maxed out postmaster of prisms, and my my inventory is maxed out prisms. Uh, so the fuck, if they drop, if they drop from my hunter, I just don't get them. Oh, no kidding. I don't think I have any left. But... Yeah. I do still have 1,400 Vanguard tokens, though, so that's good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> cool. Anything else video games? I like Not them. Me. I'm, like all ba- I'm all the way back in, by the way. Like, I fucking... Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah? Nice. I took like the better part of a year off, and yeah, I'm, I'm all in again. So uh, I'm like back to sacrificing sleep and uh, being a bad person slash partner. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go play video games again for the next four hours and. Go I to did bed notice too. on our raid night that you weren't like level three on the. Uh... Season pass. I'm like yeah. all of last year. Yeah. The yeah. longest like, season yeah. of Destiny history. And Chuck's like, I'm 24, <laughs> the last raid of the year. <laughs> all I did was literally just vault the glass. I spent the entire last longest season ever in the vault of glass. And that was basically it. No, I played. Uh, I, I had to level up to get the vault of glass level. And then after that, all I did was vault. Once a week, and that was it. But yeah, now like I'm all the way back and doing all the fun things, and I don't know, yeah. it's fun. And it's probably my favorite time for the season two because you have both the 
the yearly thing and the seasonal thing. So there's always something to do like to get all of my psyops and, uh, wellsprings and heroic mission. And I and mean, they're fun. Like they're throwing a ton of enemies in there. Like they're making them like, it's not like you have like big beefy, like bullet sponges, right? They're just, it's just a lot of little guys you have to shoot down, which is, I kind of enjoyed that, that game playing yeah. here. Yeah, me too. Um, even the one mission, the worm mission, where you had to do the, um, that was probably my favorite mission so far. The one where you had to do the, uh, it was like an obstacle course kind of thing. There was like mm, rotating. Yeah. There's these like spinning things that would hit you and kill you. I mean, it was like annoying, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was like tough and you know, like, I died. To it. I died <laughs> at 15 of 16 on my first try of that. And then I think I had to do it like 11 more times before I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know it was like frustrating, but I, I enjoyed that kind of. I don't know. I, yeah. I really like the missions they're putting out there. They're pretty fun. Lana was in chat with me when I was running it, and I was just like so upset about like having to run it over. She's like, "It's the most fun." I'm like, "I am not. This is not the most fun right now." You had to think <laughs> about it, right? You had to think like, "Okay, how do I not get killed by this spinning wheel of death?" You know. Well, you well you can't shoot anything, right? Wasn't it that you are you holding? You're holding the worm, right? So you don't have your weapons or something? I don't even remember. Well, you had it. There was a timer. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had to hold the worm or not. You might have had to. You did. You could drop the worm if you needed to, but you had to pick it back up in a certain amount of time. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. I don't think I ever dropped it. I think I just ran around holding it. Just ran through it all. Yeah, it was a fun... um, (laughs) I like those missions, anyway. That was a fun... that, That quest was really great. With that, like like the i don't know like the worm from like the south bronx or something like i don't know or it was just the weirdest he had this like crazy accent and was like like i don't know he didn't seem like he was from like the sea of fundament or whatever like i don't even know what that is and i never will since all of the destiny lore has been stripped from the internet from the internet Anyway, so right. one other video game thing, oh, just yeah, go quick, for it. on Game Pass, mm-hmm. uh, Super Mega Baseball 3 is out, so oh, I recommend picking that up. Yeah, it's basically the same game, but they added more like sim type stuff, but, okay, but it's fun. I, and you can still you can still clank the ball back at the pitcher and knock him out. Because uh, I got my new Xbox a couple weeks ago. I haven't re-downloaded uh, Super Mega Baseball 2, so now I don't need to. I can get 3 Pick instead. Awesome. It's pretty much the same game, but with like a little bit of more polish on it. So I, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, that's my only video game news. I tried to play Celeste on the on the airplane. Um, I pick up where I left off, and of course, I left all your off skills have atrophied. And uh... yeah, I left off on a super stupid level where you got to jump in bubbles and do all this stuff, and then like. I pulled it up on the plane and I started playing it and I lasted like five minutes and like I died like a hundred times and I'm just like, okay, and we'll play something yeah. else. <laughs> that happens. You like put your like you're on a really tough spot, you put it away for like a few months and come back and it's just no chance. Yeah, you're just like, oh yeah. man. I know. That's a tough game on the I... switch too, I feel like, with those with the Joy Cons. Yeah. Oh, I don't use the Joy Cons. I use the the Cory pad on the left. Oh, okay. It's still, it's still just with the little button. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's not great. It's a tough no. game. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. It is. I ended up, I ended up wasting my time with Box Boy and Box Girl, and then 
proceeded to watch a movie because I was like, OK, I'm done with the switch. But anyways, what we got? I do have one more thing. OK, I got one more. Oh, okay. uh, new, new Netflix show, which I don't know. I really like it, but I don't know if other people would. It's an, like a an Japanese anime cartoon thing like Netflix. Netflix commissioned or something, I guess, or bought it. OK, it's called Kotaro uh, Lives Alone. Right. And it's about a four-year-old kid who rents his own apartment and like pretends to be an adult. And he's very much like if a kid was pretending to be an adult. And it's him. He has his neighbor who's like a broke manga artist. His other neighbors, I think, in the Yakuza. And the last neighbor is uh, like a prostitute. And it's just like this. So it's like, but it's like very like quirky and it's like the sweet kid or whatever. But it's actually like super dark because it gets into like why it doesn't have parents anymore. And it's just like it gets re- it's really interesting. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I pulled it up because it's only like TV 14. So I'm like, oh, maybe this will be something fun to watch with the kid. Because um, I'm always looking for something like something new, you know, yeah. and I'm like, he wouldn't be into it. But it's always like, <laughs> oh, this is like really like, like intensely emotional. It's very interesting. I don't know. But I liked it a lot. Awesome. Um, so it's worth checking out if you're like, you listen to some Bastille. Like, <laughs> and, then watch some of this. and then you realize what it's actually about <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it's very much in that same vein of like oh man like <laughs> there's definitely some like dark stuff in there we're like oh that's a quirky habit and you're like well he has his habit because he was abused and like and you're like okay like anyway <laughs> it's definitely not a kid show i'll tell you that um but anyway so kodoro lives alone definitely recommend it Ooh. um and definitely watch the dub version if there's like a because you just otherwise you're going to miss out on on what is really good dialogue. So, um, anyway, so that's it. Awesome. Like I hinted at earlier, I watched the new Spider-Man movie last night. Wait uh, for was it that? to come out. Yeah, watch good. it. Yep, watch it. Definitely. It, it's. It, I don't think. I think it's going to be hard for any movie to um, beat. Spider Verse for me, uh, but it's it's up there. It's definitely check that definitely out. one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Is that available to rent like online now? No, you have to buy it. Okay, so we'll probably probably a couple weeks. All right, that might be worth pur- purchasing. I don't know. We'll see. I dude, I mean, I personally think it's it's the best Spider-Man movie, like best non-animated Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I check that one out. Yeah, I heard really good things about it. Yeah. Um, and Doctor Strange is in it. The well, I like him a lot. I character. I just I'm not gonna. There's there's a lot. There's okay. a lot of things in it. So it's it's definitely a fan service movie. I this is my favorite. It, in a very movies. good way. In a yeah, very yeah. successful way. Yeah. I love that. I kind of I know it's like I'd a frowned upon sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I'm very happy. Like we we purchased it last night, and it's definitely one that I'm gonna see myself watching again. What's so. on the list? If we do like movie, like Friday or Saturday night, we'll do like movie night or whatever. Like if the kid and he's always good enough, so we kind of just do it every weekend. And I'm always looking for something good to um to uh put on the list. Um, do not put old boy on the list. No, I'm not that. We did watch The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Which oh, boy. <laughs> I saw it when I was a kid, and I remember being like, oh, this is like, great. And I've seen it since. And, but then I, we watched it, and I, and I forgot about, like, 
sex scenes. There's a fun, but there were like four or five scenes. I'm like, I totally forgot this was in this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone was uncomfortable. We're like, okay. But, um, I mean, he liked it. He was like, this is interesting. I was like, yeah, but, um, but yeah, that was definitely maybe not the best choice. In retrospect. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that happens, man. Probably not old boy. Although, do you see all the uh, Marvel, the Netflix Marvel shows? So, like the Daredevil made me think of it because it was basically like an old boy scene. Um, that's going to be on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, how is that going to work? Like, they don't have a lot of like mature stuff on there, and that's all like TV mature. So I'm kind of curious how they, they're gonna. They also came out and said that they're gonna make another rated R Deadpool movie. Interesting. Like Disney's yeah. gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I yep. guess they're gonna have like 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 a more adult section on there. They, I think they're going um, that way because their TV shows and stuff are like popular. Ah, uh, it'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, I'm for it. I I like all the dark DC shit that HBO's putting out. So I'm all yeah. about Disney getting on that. You know, Peacemaker, Peacemaker, dude, Doom so Patrol. Good. What was the other one? Titans. I was really surprised like, how good Peacemaker was. Like, Peacemaker was yeah, John Cena. I was really surprised. Although yeah. after watching that entire show right before the new Destiny season came out, uh, the fucking moths in Destiny throw me the first time I saw yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, I actually I would say Visualante is maybe my, one of my favorite characters in Peacemaker. He is amazing. He's like, so good. He's so amazing, dude. <laughs> He's like, like, you know, we want to kill people, but now we can just we just kill bad people, so it's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, huh? <laughs> like, like them introducing him, like to like where he's just like peeping and like just hanging out in the window, like, yeah. like I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Do they do they know each other or? Oh, oh. Man, good. It's just a great yeah. characters, and then the fact that he has the main dude is that story arc is so nice. Um. And it's just super violent. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it's great. It's really um, great. What is it? Human tor- activate human torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, right. Yes, we got to put All some right. music on this playlist because I got to get oh, to bed yeah. in the near future. All right. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Uh, what does what does Benjamin have for us? Where is he? Owen Hams by Counterculture. Hams is H A M M S. Oh my god, I can't type. Oh my god, there's a going ham. Uh, but it's it different. It is <laughs> going. Going as in G O I N. Yeah, no, I I typed it right. I'm just dumb. Okay. Um, who wants to go next? Just put mine in the, uh, in the in the DM. Uh, Timeless by Guru off Jasmine Test Three. Hell yeah, dude! You can never have enough Guru. That's a cool one. We like. Oh, funny. It's labeled as Guru's Jasmataz, too. It's not even just Guru. Yeah, it's Guru's Jasmataz, Volume 3. Herbie, Herbie Hancock. Soul, featured Herbie Hancock, Timeless. Yeah, that's dope. That's super dope. 
Uh, who wants to go next? I can. I'm going to throw No Bad Days on by Bastille. Motherfucker. You fucking fuck. Which is why I picked it before you went, because I know in the past you've tried to jump me with what you thought I was going to pick. No, I mean... <laughs> um, no, I just I was going to pick it because I was like, well, I like this song a lot. Um, Real good choice. Of you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really good choice. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So, Cliff, you get to go next. Um, all right, I'm gonna put on. So I don't know either. I'm gonna put on Nirvana's uh, "School" off their Bleach album. That's that's a good compliment to your Bastille. I feel yeah. like you've. Uh, this is the first time anyone's put any. Well, no, never mind. Fluffy put on a uh, Nirvana song in the past. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm I'm Nirvana on, uh, song after unplugged. three days. <laughs> three days worth of songs. It's <laughs> only the second one of those that have gotten on there. So, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I've been listening to. We switched yeah, the I title, know. actually, believe it or not. Um, and I'm still I don't believe it. In fact, <laughs> uh, my wife switched us to title, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's the exact same thing as Spotify. By the way, it just what? It actually sounds better, but. It could just be my headphones. I don't know. Why are you protesting Joe Rogan? I appreciate that about your family. Um, it was, like, it was well, that's Neil why I, goes. That's where I go. Well, that's why she started looking at it. But um, I thought it would be more expensive. But it's like the same price, I guess. Oh. And um, like they pay the artists like a little bit more. I don't think it's much more. But that was like the big thing. We're like, all right, we'll try to get people more money. Um, I, I think like Jay Z owns it or something. So we're like, fine. Um, but it's largely the same thing. I thought it was going to be like have a lot less stuff, but it kind of. I do remember their launch way back in the day because it was like a whole bunch of uh, big names got involved. Yeah, it, I was worried it was going to have like a lot lower, fewer stuff on there, and I think it has less like of um like real like esoteric stuff, like if like Garage Band type things, like nobody like stuff that nobody listens to. Really, it's kind of less on there, which is some stuff that I listen to. So, but um, so far I haven't run into anything that I haven't been able to find uh, yet. Um, anyway, okay, uh, I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I'm gonna do "Get It Together" by Beastie Boys and Q-Tip. Okay, that's Ooh. a good choice. Good call. Yeah, sweet. Added. Uh, that puts us at 12 hours, 51 minutes, 192 songs. Ooh. If a day done. If a day done. Getting there. All right. Well, boys, it's been a show. I think everyone wants to go to sleep. Um, I almost fell asleep. I'm <laughs> glad that you made it. Chicharrones. I'm sorry for drinking for seven hours before I came on. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I'm sorry I drank okay. enough in two hours for seven hours worth of drinking on Friday night before we raided and during the raid. God, it was so it was funny. Large fun. <laughs> Every time Rob fell at all, I fell in a hole again. Oh, God. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. Have a great night, gentlemen. Have a good work week. See you all around. Take care. Good luck. Peace, fam. See you guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye.